When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Welcome back, my beloveds, to Really Riley. Appreciate you for coming around and listening to me gab into your ear about all things me. I like to keep it real around here, whether it's talking about relationship stuff, stuff that grosses you out, mm-hmm, stuff that you may or may not agree with me with, and just all things in general, Riley. So this week, I wanted to talk about my top five wedding prep practices. I will not try to say that five times fast, but I'm getting married this year. The wedding date is 11, 14, 20. So it's coming up, but I still have like a little bit of time, but not a whole lot of time. And when it comes to wedding prep, I'm not necessarily talking about like booking things or like getting vendors or anything like that. I'm talking about the things that I felt like I really need to get in check before my wedding. Some of these ones are a little like, yeah, okay, Riley, duh. And but I thought they were important because I kind of forgot about them. And then the other ones might make you go, hmm, yeah, that's probably pretty important. And I didn't think about that either. So I'm just going to go right into it. So the first one I thought of was fitness. Anybody that follows me on Instagram or knows me on the show knows that like fitness is my life. I basically met my fiance through Instagram through because he liked a video of me working out. It's a part of the fabric of our everyday lives. But for the wedding, I had a few specific fitness goals that I wanted to hit. Certain things that are going to make me look bomb in my dress, which I will not describe here because my fiance listens to this. But everybody kept saying like, wait a minute, you're you're starting so early right now because the fiance and I started counting macros and watching what we eat. Or rather, he's counting the macros and I'm just eating whatever he tells me to, which is always fun because he doesn't actually ever tell me to do anything. So this kind of puts him in that control role. <laughs> Kidding, baby. I love you. But a lot of people give me the like sideways look of they're like, oh, my God, why are you starting so early? Well, because for us, A, yes, fitness is a lifestyle. But B, I always feel like when you do weight loss and you do it in such a quick amount of time, for me, that's not healthy. And B, I don't feel like that's sustainable at all. Like my fiance, when he got off of his prep doing his bodybuilding shows, it was like, he had a major depression stage because he had every muscle was tight and contracted and you could see every vein. And, you know, that's the way it's designed for these bodybuilding competitions. But if you don't, I guess, reverse diet out is what it's called. You you blow up. I don't want to do that. I like the idea of fitness being a lifestyle. I don't know if we'll do this prep situation counting macros forever. But for right now, I liked the slow process of building up to it. Because then you have more time to achieve your goals or fix your goals or, you know, coast towards the end. I ain't going to be that bride that's like, oh my God, my dress doesn't fit. I have to have another fitting and let it out. And I hate the way I look at it. No. So I want to be prepared in my fitness goals. And I think that that's an important thing to do early so you can have a realistic expectation of what you're going to look like on your wedding day. 
keeping in the what you're going to look like on your wedding day, I looked in the mirror the other day and I'm like, Riley, fix those teeth. No, I'm not going to go crazy and get like dental implants or get, you know, any kind of anything actually done, but teeth whitening. Like I had my teeth professionally whitened about six years ago and it was, I went to the dentist to do it and it was like kind of a painful process and I'm sure, you know, there's more advanced things now, but it hurt a lot because they did the process and then like a couple hours afterwards, it was like these little, like they called them zingers, these little like painful, like every once and again, it was awful. And I don't think that that's something that you want to wait until the last minute on to do. If you're going to do it a couple days before your wedding, you're like in pain. No, ma'am. I'm not going to do the dental way of it. I'm either going to do the crest strips and see how long they last, or I've had this little teeth whitening kit. You know, the ones where you stick in hot water and you put it in your mouth and you mold it to your mouth and then you put the gel in the little light. I've had one of those for forever and I've just been too lazy to like put it together. And the reason why I feel like this is something that you should do early is also because I'm a coffee drinker. I occasionally smoke cigars, you know, so I want to see how many grades of white I have to go up or, you know, or do it multiple times to get that gleaming bridal smile. And then if I have to resort to getting the dental process, which I really don't want to again, then I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But I also am going to try to convince the fiance to do a little teeth whitening too, because I don't want to be like six shades gleamier than he is. But I don't think he's going to be sticking that little gel thing in his mouth and sitting there with a light on it. I mean, not even for the gram. I don't think he would do it. But like, again, you need to like figure out what kind of teeth goals (laughs) Just like your fitness goals, like what kind of teeth goals do you need to get before your wedding? So that way you have it, it's there, and you can do touch-ups if you need to. Also, like budgeting for that kind of stuff, because if the Crest white strips don't work for you, and then you got to go to the dentist and spend 500 bucks on teeth whitening, that might not be in your budget. So I feel like it's just important to get this wedding prep stuff that doesn't really seem that important out of the way, so you can spend your time just... Focusing on the important stuff and not be stressed out. Another one that is in the same vein is skin. Oh, I need to get my skin together. Like I've always had generally good skin, but for some reason, I don't know if it's all the stress or just hormonal changes that I've had this year after my miscarriage or what, but my skin, oh my God. I've never had like cystic acne, those motherfuckers that like come up under the skin and sit there like a little annoying mountain full of pus. But wow, I totally got them all over my face. And I I was just like, I don't know what to do with this. It was like my skin is crying mutiny. So I started taking Alani New Balance Capsules. I love them. I know that there was a little bit of a weird news story about that. But listen, it works for me and I'm not saying that you have to take those, but this is what works for me and I really love it because I I like figuring out a product that's not going to make me sick in terms of taking pills. That's not going to make me sick. That's FDA approved. You know, the fiance has a degree in all that ness. I don't even know what the degree is called. Uh, exercise of the body. That's terrible. Anyway, like I, I checked it out and it works for me, but it helps with your skin. It helps with your hormonal balances. Another thing I'm going to start doing is microneedling. And the microneedling, if you haven't seen it, like you look like you 
our piece of beach beef carpaccio like after immediately afterwards so i want to make sure that that works like i've done a chemical meal before and i think i want to do another one of those but these are all things that i want to start doing early and figure out what works what gives me the most bang for my buck because the glowing skin situation absolutely has to work for me and in that same skin regimen like getting that done early is also like finding the right makeup for you because I always feel like I love my makeup artist he's done my makeup for my uh, boudoir shoot he's going to do my makeup for my engagement shoot that's coming up so I completely trust him however if you're not a person that's like real well versed in makeup it's not really your thing but you really want to do it for your day I would honestly stay go play with your palette now like go Get samples of the colors that you want, test it on your skin, because I'm the type of person that no matter what a professional tells me, I'm going to have my own opinion of what it is. I'm going to have my own opinion of what I want, what colors, what styles work best for me. Hey, if you're not that bride, that's fine. I'm not telling you to be like bougie or anything like that. I'm just saying all things skin, you should probably get it together before the last minute at the end of the wire, because that, I mean, your face... Lord, that is the most important thing on your wedding day, I feel like, next to the dress. Like, your face and then the hair. And that's another thing that is underneath. Well, I only said five things, but I'm going to put this in there again, like, like with the beauty, let's say. Your hair. I am getting rid of my signature red hair, and I'm freaking out about it. Uh, Yeah, but I've had it for six years. Let's face it, the red is starting to kill it. It's starting to break a lot, and I also want to be a natural brunette like I was born with or dark brunette for my wedding day I want to be classic and I don't want to look at my pictures in 20 years and go why the fuck did I have that bright red hair as much as it's the Riley red and as much as I will probably want to go back within five minutes after my wedding for the wedding day I want to have weave and natural brown hair so I feel like you should probably start that color process really soon. And I'm speaking to myself here, too, because 10 months in, I also want to get just the right weave and just the right length and just the right weave texture and have a good weaveologist or whatever you want to call it, because that's something I don't want to mess with either. Like, that's a big deal to me is the hair portion of it. So I feel like that's something you should start testing out early as well and not at the end of the whole situation where you've got somebody you don't know or you don't trust or you've got some wonky color that you didn't really want on your wedding day and you end up wearing a wig. You don't scratch that. If you're going to do a wig, I suggest you get that sucker early too and try it on with your veil at once. So I've kind of done, I'm kind of do six now, but you know that kind of goes under the skin and beauty portion of the five wedding prep practices that I want to tell you guys today. Another one, the fourth one technically, is yoga. I know that you could put this under fitness, but I'm going to put it under its own category because it's sort of like a meditative thing for me. I suck. Suck, 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 suck at meditating. I can't I can't get there. And trust me, I've tried for forever. Like The importance of me being mindful in this stressful time of getting married and by mindful, I mean like staying in the present, not getting stressed out by planning things, appreciating what I have in my amazing, beautiful future husband that's helping me create an amazing family for my son. Like, I need to stay in that space because I will really regret not enjoying this time because you're never engaged again. Then you're just an old married couple, which I hope that that never really happens to us, but it'd be stupid of me to think that it's not going to at some point. So, in when I say yoga, it's almost like, 
importance to me because that's the only time that I can actually get there and be present. Me, I like to do hot yoga. I like to torture myself. For some reason, when I torture myself, that's the only time I can focus. I work well under pressure, I guess you could say, and there's nothing more pressure cooker-esque than in this room. It's like 100 and something degrees and you're bending your body into these forms and then you're in a room with other people and you you know, want to be just as good as that girl next to you, which her downward-facing dog is perfect and her warrior pose is killer and all that. No, I'm not saying go in there and compete with other people. I'm just saying I feel like yoga is such an important practice for someone like me or a bride like me or someone in a, in a bridal situation. Like If there was ever a time to start practicing yoga, I would absolutely say during wedding time. Honestly, like if I was to own a yoga studio, I would legit go to like these bridal expos and be like, you need this. It'll help. I mean, and the hot yoga that I do, they say something, and I might be wrong in this, but they said something like you burn the same amount of calories in a hot yoga class as you would in like a 10 mile run. But that's the sculpt class with weights and cardio where I almost want to die every time I do it. But it's so cleansing. I sleep so well after I do it. I feel like every bride needs yoga. You want to register for something? Go to your yoga, like, see if you can link your local hot yoga studio on your bridal registry. Matter of fact, I think I might do that, to be honest with you. And my final fifth prep practice that I wanted to tell you guys is fixing them relationships, yo. I think this is the one that people would be like, wait, what? How is this wedding prep? Well, for me in the last year, me and my fiance both have had relationships, important relationships, shift. Some of them have been really uber painful to let go of. Yes, I said let go of. And some people might want to say like, oh, let's get it together and let's fix this relationship so you can be there for the wedding because I'll regret it if you're not there. That might be true for some. But for me this year, the ones that I know I would regret not being there, I had to start fixing those relationships, talking out things, hashing out problems. A lot of people go in the vein of they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's such a happy time. We don't need to talk about this. We need to put it off later. I'm like, nah, I'm all about good and bad juju. And I don't want that bad juju on my wedding day. And if we are not right, if things ain't good with me and you, then I don't want you there that day. That might sound kind of selfish, but my thought process is this. I started trying to fix those relationships this year and hash out the things that were wrong. Because I feel like those people that don't want to hear it or don't want to work with you to make things better at any time, but especially your wedding time, maybe don't care enough to figure it out. Or maybe there's just bigger issues. And I also think that if you were thinking about cutting somebody off, they like that for me this was the time I'm like you know I'm starting a new chapter in my life and I don't need all that messiness in my life or surrounding my day like if it's not serving you don't do it if you feel like it could serve you therapy please you know like I am all about getting it all out with respect and love and moving forward and making relationships work. But just like a marriage being work, I feel like friendships and relationships are work too. And I'm not giving anybody, anybody, eh -eh, nope, no ma'am, the opportunity to screw up me and my fiance's day. And I don't think that my wedding day is any more special than anybody else. I am not Meghan Markle. I am not QE2, Queen Elizabeth. I am not. But... We've been through a fuck of a lot this last year. In the small amount of time that we've been together, we've been through some things that most people don't even go through in 10 years of marriage. Surgery and recovery from that surgery. My fiance not being able to walk and 
you know what? I could go through the list. If you guys listen to this podcast, you already know. So out with the old and in with the new attitudes and relationships. Some of y'all might be like, really, Riley? But yeah, really. I think fixing relationships should be the biggest part of your wedding prep. And by that, I don't mean putting up with people's crap in order to make the relationship work. I mean, whatever works for you, groom, whatever works for you, bride, that is what you do. And honestly, that's it until I come up with some other wedding prep practices that I have to put on myself. And I'm sure there's a lot more. But for me right now, the fitness, the teeth, the skin and hair, the yoga, and the relationships are the five things I'm working on right now that I want to get in to motion and out of the way before I get into super wedding crunch time, which for me is like five months. But if you guys have some wedding prep practices that are off the wall or super important that I forgot about, I always love when y'all hit me up in the DMs and tell me your ideas and thoughts. You love the podcast. You hate this podcast. Both ways I want to hear it because that's the only way I can get better. And it also lets me know that you guys are listening which I really appreciate. So you can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Riley Couture. Snapchat is at Radio Recon. If you liked this, please hit the subscribe button to wherever you listen to podcasts, especially on the iHeartRadio. I would love you for life. And thank you guys so much for listening. It's really Riley.